0: Welcome back to another episode on the Hang the Banner Podcast. I'm Colby Wilkerson, and today I'm going to be taking a look, previewing the February 8th, Tuesday night, SEC basketball action, giving my picks, breakdown on what I kind of think is going to play out. Uh, we did this for this past weekend. I went 5-2 and two overall in those seven games, We're so going to try it again with these four. Uh, looking ahead, four games, three of them start at 6 o'clock Central Time. Uh, that being LSU at Texas A&M, Kentucky at South Carolina, and Auburn in Arkansas. And then an 8 o'clock game, Missouri traveling to Nashville, taking on Vanderbilt. I don't have lines out uh, for sports books just yet, so we're doing exactly what we did previewing this past weekend's action. That uh, We look at the Ken Palm lines, so it kind of predicts where the sports books might put them at and how these teams kind of match up. Only lines I have access to right now, so we're just going to be taking a look and making picks off of those. Looking back over this past weekend, when I did it, uh, the, the picks were fairly close. A lot of them kind of right there on that same mark, but there were a few that sportsbooks kind of moved. Uh, maybe they started out a little closer when they first dropped, but eventually moved in one direction or the other. So we're just going to make a pick based off these Ken Palm lines, and I'll ride with the Ken Palm line picks, and then obviously that the you know actual lines that come out could be different. But we're going to start off. Uh, First game, one of the three that starts at 6 o'clock Central. Kentucky traveling to South Carolina. Ken Palm has Kentucky as a 13-point road favorite. And I'm liking Kentucky there. I know South Carolina, they're better at home. You know, they're much better home team than they are road team. But Kentucky's one of the hottest teams in the country right now. They're coming off a double-digit win at Alabama, where Alabama was a favorite. They're coming off just the weekend before an 18-point win at Kansas, but let me just point out, Kansas absolutely destroyed Baylor this past weekend. So, Kansas, you know, you look at that and you're like, oh, maybe they're not that good. They, only lost, they lost by 18 at home to Kentucky. No, Kansas is a really good basketball team and a chance to go deep into this tournament. And Kentucky went to their house just a couple weeks weeks ago and um, won by 18. So, now you're going on to a worse team, South Carolina, and I get 13 points there. So, first, first thought, I'm like in the Kentucky line right there. Uh, just looking at how the team stats kind of go on a season average, Kentucky's averaging 11 points higher than South Carolina, and honestly, I don't know how South Carolina is going to be able to slow down Oscar Shebue, Sevier Wheeler, Ty Ty Washington for Kentucky. They're playing on too much of a different level right now than South Carolina is, um, and like I said, I I think South Carolina traditionally this season they've done much better at home, and that's not really considering this past weekend. But, much better at home than they are on the road, and this is a home game for South Carolina, so you'd like to think maybe at home, they could maybe put up a better fight than that 13, but they just got Tennessee, who's starting to play better on offense, um, but they just lost 81-57 to 57 at home. I feel like South Carolina's kind of training downwards, they lost by 14 against Mississippi State the, the game before, they did beat Texas A&M, but they're in a little bit of a, a whirlwind themselves right now, we'll get into that here in a little bit, but... South Carolina, I don't know. It just feels like they're trending down. Kentucky's trending up at this time of matching up against each other. So, uh, you know, I'm thinking Kentucky, you know, that's probably the one I feel the best about, and it's the biggest line. Kentucky minus 13 on the road. I like them. That's what I'm picking. Uh, I think they can go in. Sheboy is just too much to stop. I don't see think South Carolina can really handle them too much and slow them down. So we're going to go with Kentucky minus 13. Pretty cut and dry there. Moving on to probably the biggest matchup on the night, Auburn traveling to Arkansas. Again, the third straight week that Auburn's ranked number one in the country. And this is a game that I have been looking at for a couple of weeks now, thinking if Auburn's going to trip up, it could be this one. This could be the first one where they lose. It ends that winning streak. The Ken Palm line has Auburn minus four right now. So they're expecting a close game. It is a road game. Auburn, in the last three road games they've been in, they've had chances to lose it. Their last two were against Missouri and Georgia. They beat Missouri by one, went all the way down to the wire. They needed a game-winner with three seconds to win by two to beat Georgia. And if you go back even farther, the old Miss game, which is kind of towards the beginning of SEC play there, that, I mean, they got down more than 15 in that one early in the first half and they ended up coming back and, you know, getting the win there. But they had to fight all of their last three road games. So you're going to Arkansas, who's won eight straight, playing like one of the hottest teams in the SEC. That place is going to be sold out rocking at Bud Walton Arena. Uh, they're going to be going nuts, cheering on. Everybody wants to you know, show up and give your best when the one team in the country comes to town. So I think that's what it's going to do. I got Arkansas plus four as a pick right now. It's one of those that I'm looking at. Yeah, Auburn could go in there. And light it up and play, you know, one of their best ball games, and it makes me look completely stupid. Arkansas's defense has been probably the key over this eight-game winning streak that they've got, allowing teams to just sixteen and a half points over that winning streak. And it's going to be tough if you can hold Auburn around that mark. I think Arkansas gets a win here. Um, the way that I feel like, if Auburn comes in, they're going to win it. Uh, I think Arkansas doesn't really have the best kind of big man play, interior defense. So if you got Jabari Smith. And Walker Kessler both having really good games, driving, getting in baskets, and then obviously the guard play. I think Auburn can come in here and win it and, you know, prove like, hey, yeah, we're the number one team in the country that, you know, and you should stop trying to pick us to lose. But Arkansas, I don't know. It just feels like everything's kind of pointing towards that. And, you know, sometimes when things go that way and everything's pointing towards it, the exact opposite happens. But I'm looking at it, we're still not sure if Zepp Jasper, Auburn's starting point guard, is gonna play. He was out with a non COVID related illness against Georgia, and you could definitely tell where they missed him there. And then even Bruce Pearl said after that game that he thought his team was fatigued. Thought Wendell Green, all of his shots really kind of come up short, especially from deep there in the second half. And they looked tired. He had to play 11 more minutes than he normally does. So now you've got to take fatigue. Maybe not you don't practice as hard coming off of the game like you normally would. You go Tuesday night at a 6 o'clock game, and now you go into this crazy atmosphere at Arkansas. They want to knock off the number one team in the country. It just feels like a perfect storm. Looking at it, I think Jalen Williams for Arkansas. There is two Jalen Williams, one on both teams. But the Jalen Williams for Arkansas, he's the X factor here. Um, if he comes up and he plays, you know, really good, kind of like how he has been the last few games, I think Arkansas gets this win. But if he comes up and it's kind of shut down, you know, Walker Kessler has his way. He doesn't play as good as he, you know, has been. Jabari Smith which he's kind of disappeared over the last few games, especially their close ones. Jabari Smith not really having the best shooting nights, so that could mean he's due to go off here. You know, when he, he didn't shoot well against Missouri, didn't play well against Georgia, both of those were the close road wins. If he shows up and all of a sudden he's scoring and he's back to the you know potential number one overall pick that he is playing at that level, and Jalen Williams has a, a tough night for Arkansas, now all of a sudden I'm thinking... Auburn gets this win and and, and covers that four-point spread. But I feel like too many things are pointing towards Arkansas right now, not knowing if your starting point guard is going to play for Auburn. Crazy home environment. Fatigue from the last couple games with players having to play more minutes than normal. And it just feels like an upset here. So Arkansas plus four. I'm not going to go ahead and say straight up money line, but I'm going to take the four points. So we'll go ahead and book that pick in. Moving on to the last of the three. Uh, Six o'clock Central Games at tip. I don't know why in the world we've got three starting at six and only one at eight. You'd think they'd spread them out a little bit more. And really, I don't know how to feel about this one. LSU traveling to Texas A&M, and both of these teams are struggling right now. LSU has lost three straight. Texas A&M has lost six straight. Uh, So I guess the good news, if you're watching or a fan of one of these teams... You've got a pretty good chance to uh, to get a win here because you're not playing a hot team. And one of these losing streaks is going to come to an end. One of these slumps. And I really don't know which one is going to be. The line for Ken Palm right now has LSU as a three-point three, uh, three point favorite. And uh, I've got written down Texas A&M plus three, and I'll tell you why I think that. Both teams really struggling, like I said, scoring the ball for LSU. They've gotten down big in the last two uh, games, in, especially in the first half, but those are against Vanderbilt and Ole Miss. Not saying Texas A&M played better. They just lost by four at home to Missouri, and their last home game before that, they lost by 11 to South Carolina. Both All these are teams that are towards the bottom in the league here. So, you know, LSU not trending good, Texas A&M not trending well, but I will say, I was not happy with the way that I thought LSU was playing against Vanderbilt. I didn't think they gave enough effort whatsoever in that game. Now obviously they're hurt. They're injured. I've said that before in recaps. If they get healthy, they're a different team. But right now I just don't like how LSU is looking when they come out on that floor. It just feels like it's uninspired, not really putting in the effort there. They don't want to get the win. And now they gotta go on the road to Texas A&M. Now I'm not saying Texas A&M is playing any better. They're not. Uh, They did score 80 on Tennessee who I think LSU and Tennessee are very similar. They have trouble scoring at times, while Tennessee's starting to figure that out. LSU, I feel like, is getting worse. But both of their defenses have been really strong at the start of the SEC play, and they've started giving up more and more points here recently. So, LSU's defense not being as dominant, I get a home team, and I get three points. That's why I'm going Texas A&M. But I'm going to be honest, I don't see either team winning by more than six points, whichever way this goes. That's another reason why I'm kind of picking Texas A&M plus three, is I don't see either team winning by more than six, whether that's LSU on the road or Texas A&M. It's, I feel like this has got to be a close game unless uh, just one team decides not to show up. And Texas A&M did let me down this weekend. One of the two losses I had is they let me down against Missouri. But if I'm sitting here and I think there's only a margin of you know both ways a team winning by six, so you kind of look at that the line of uh, 12 points, more or less, either way. Um, I'm going to take the one that gives me the most room there, and that's Texas A&M plus three. So, if I have, having to pick LSU you know, to win by three or more, and I don't think anyone's going to be winning by more than six, a whole lot more comfortable picking Texas A&M. But this is a game where both of these teams need to break out of these losing stretches that they're on right now. LSU's got a chance to make the tournament still. I think they're still okay in a you know, okay position to make it as of this moment. But like I said, you gotta stop losing. You gotta stop the bleeding. Both of these teams are in that position. Texas A and M's kinda out of the tournament, I feel like, unless they just get some really big upsets. But to get really big upsets you gotta turn it around against, you know, other teams that aren't really a part about that. You're not gonna be over here I mean, it's college basketball, anything can happen, but I just don't see A and M struggling against Missouri and South Carolina and then on the road against LSU and and Tennessee, you know, the last four games. uh, I just don't see, you know, all of a sudden, boom, okay, I can go on the road and upset Auburn now. Uh, Go ahead and uh, they already lost to Kentucky, which was a close game. I was – so I guess it depends on who shows up, either team in this one, but I'm picking Texas A&M plus three. I feel like that is a better chance at home than LSU, but really I don't feel confident either of these teams to pull it out. So – One of them's got to do it. I'm picking Texas A&M. It could easily go the other way, but Texas A&M plus three is the pick there. So moving on to the last game of the night, Missouri traveling to Nashville and Vanderbilt. Right now, Ken Palm has this line as Vandy as a seven-point home favorite. Coming off their last games this weekend, both teams got to win. Missouri traveled to Texas A&M, who we just talked about. They got a four-point win on the road, 70-66, to 66, so they're playing better. I've talked about them multiple times, about how they've played pretty well, at least at home, against some much better teams than they are. So I like the fight that they're given. They just haven't been able to pull any of those off. They're now traveling on the road to Vanderbilt, who now gets seven points, and uh, they're coming off a home win where they probably played one of their better games of the year, playing LSU, getting a 75-66 victory, only losing by 7 to Kentucky. So I feel like both of these teams, they started really uh, slow off the start, but they're trending in the right direction, at least for both of these programs. I don't think either makes the tournament, so I'm not, you know, kind of saying that, but trending upwards right now. I like how they're playing, and the way I kind of started that, it might sound like I'm about to pick Missouri plus 7, but I'm not. I'm going Vanderbilt to cover minus 7, and uh, really that's because I'm looking at this previous game previous weekends for kind of both teams uh like i said both teams playing better but vanderbilt i just loved how they played against lsu and part of that could be the fact that lsu i didn't like their effort too but we saw scotty pippen come out there he only scored seven he's your leading scorer he averages 18 points per game and he dropped 30 plus on kentucky just uh two games ago so we know he can do it and against great competition now, you're probably not going to get uh, the same output out of Rodney Chapman, who scored 24 points on six three-pointers against LSU. That's probably not going to happen. But you're also, I don't think Missouri is going to be able to hold Scottie Pippen to just seven like LSU did. So, they're coming off a good offensive output, 75 against LSU, 70 against Kentucky. They scored 85 against Georgia. So, I'm liking how Vanderbilt's offense is playing. They're playing at home again which really hadn't been great to start the season but Vanderbilt you know they weren't allowing students into the game for you know the start of the SEC play and stuff so it really didn't feel like a home game they're back to doing that fans can come in now Uh, it's going to actually be a home court advantage for Vanderbilt so I like Vandy at home again coming off some good wins your leading is coming off you know not a very high scoring game and all of a sudden. You know, you're playing Missouri, who they are playing better. Like I said, I'm high on them. But Missouri, throughout the season, has not been a good road team. I know they just went on the road and beat Texas AM, but that's kind of an outlier here. And Texas AM I just talked about, they're kind of a mess. So, I like Vanderbilt minus 7. That's the pick we're going with. So, just to recap them all, what we're going with, I've got Texas AM plus 3 at home against LSU. I've got Kentucky going to South Carolina, got Kentucky minus 13 on the road. I've got Arkansas at home against the number one team in the country, plus four. And I've got Vanderbilt at home, minus seven against Missouri. So that's it for a quick really breakdown, previewing the Tuesday night, February 8th action of SEC basketball. We were five and two Saturday. Hope to kind of be a three and one, maybe. I mean, I'd love a four and zero, oh, but uh, to at least a positive kind of stretch here in these four games. So, we'll see how they play out. That could be completely wrong, but uh, we're kind of hot right now, so I'll see how things play out. Uh, I'm looking to go ahead and do the same thing for Wednesday night action. Uh, The the next night on February 9th, have that posted. And like I said, a Super Bowl preview is coming soon if you're looking forward to that. Uh, Until then, I'm Colby Wilkerson. This was Hang the Banner Podcast. I appreciate you listening. Check out some of the other videos, and I'll see you in another one.